Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we go on a journey of discovering who we truly are and want to become through ancient and modern wisdom, philosophies, and stories. We all know the story of Hercules and his 12 impossible labors, but there is a part of his story that isn't as popular but holds great wisdom, applicable today and possibly forever. And that's what we're going to look into today. All right, all right. So if you haven't ever read Greek mythology, I strongly suggest. It was written almost 3,000 years ago. And I would say personally, and I don't want to get blasphemous, so if you are religious, I hope this is not insulting. But in my mind, in my perception, this is a book that is as powerful and important as all the religious books. So the Bible, the Torah, the Quran. It holds so much wisdom It's obviously more storytelling, but even then, when you analyze all those religious books, it's mostly stories with lessons. And I remember when I was a young kid, my parents used to read me those stories. And lately, I've stumbled again upon those incredible stories, and I got reminded of those lessons, but obviously seeing it and hearing it from a different perspective, with a different life experience, with a different eye. So in case you're not really familiar with the story of Hercules, probably at least with the name you are, but maybe not with the details itself, just to give you a little backstory, Hercules was the son of Zeus, the god, the god of gods, but his mother was mortal. And at that time, Zeus was married. So this was kind of uh, infidelity. So since Zeus was coming out of an affair, he was a bastard, but it still made him a semi-god. And Zeus's wife, Hera, made her mission to destroy Hercules since he was a symbol of her husband's infidelity and it made her super mad. So even from his young age, when he was a little baby sleeping in his crib, she sent some snakes. But Zeus already had the power of the gods, so he killed the snakes. I'm not going to get into all the details and the story of how she made it happen, but basically it's still the same goddess Hera that was behind those 12 famous and almost impossible labors. But let's now rewind a little bit before he had to face those 12 labors. 
At a young age, Hercules met two goddesses that he would choose one of them as a wife. It was Kakia and Arete. The beautiful Kakia offered him a life of easy pleasure. She said her name meant happiness, but actually it meant vice. She promised him a path free of pain and hard work, filled with pleasure and delight. So we could say that this was, in a way, the easy path. On the other end, Arete was more humble and quiet. And she said that her path was the only way to genuine happiness and achievement and fulfillment. But it will be long and difficult, even painful at times. Her message was that nothing worthwhile in this world was easy to obtain without hard work and effort. And her name meant virtue. Obviously, you can already guess who he chose. So he chose the second one. But this decision made him a hero. But at the same time, as we all know now, he had to face incredible challenges. So here, the first important point is that he made that choice. Obviously, assuming that each goddess said the truth, but most probably, and this is my assuming now, but he heard and understood that the true happiness, not the pleasure, not the easy path, but the true happiness and fulfillment that Arete promised him, this is what he wanted, whatever the price. Because at the end of anyone's life, we have only one life. And the question is, do we want just a lot of little moments of joy and what seems to be happy, but always chasing that little pleasure? Or do we want to deep inside feel happiness and fulfillment and also achievement? Because as much as you might want the calm life, Right? You don't want to conquer the world. You don't want to do great things. But at least I think what's for sure and what's common to all humans, we want this sense of peace and fulfillment and happiness within us. Whatever is on the outside, you might be living in a very humble and little place or you might be living the glamorous life. But in both cases, What we truly, and at the end of the day, at the end of the story, what we truly want is the emotion and the feeling inside of true happiness and fulfillment. Also, another lesson is that life shouldn't be easy. If we expect it to be, then any challenge is unwanted. It's a bad thing right? You choose the easy path and we can all agree that we don't have two goddesses or gods that show up at our door and that kind of offer us two options and then the rest of our life is decided. Obviously, this is a story. This is a myth. So it's the lesson that counts, not the technicalities. But whether we want it or not, there will be challenges. But if we choose and we want the easy road, well, then any challenge is a bad thing. It's unwanted. We don't want it. But on the other side, if we choose the second path, well, then we're more prone. It's easier to accept challenges and not try to 
fight the fact that we are challenged, but obviously try to overcome challenges. It's not the goal of acceptance is not that then you are neutral and passive about problems or challenges. It's just that you know they're going to come your way. And when they do, you are more in peace with it and you are more clear-minded. And actually, it's even the better mind state to find solutions and to move forward. Also, another lesson is that even if we feel that we have been dealt bad cards, right, at some point, whether in our life in general or in certain moments, right? In this case, Hercules was born a bastard. He didn't at all get the God's treatment. So he really was basically living the life of a regular human baby on earth, not with the gods. Then the goddess Hera trying to kill him and sending snakes and other ways to just eradicate little baby Hercules and then throughout his life. But at the end of the day, the point is that we always have a choice. Sure, on the path of life, but also in every single day, in every single situation. And it's those choices that can help us to reach greatness in our life, within ourselves. Also, something we can observe is that life is hard for everyone, even if on the surface we are a semi-god like Hercules. Even if on the surface you are born with a silver spoon or even a gold spoon, still life will have different types of challenges. But again, accepting that fact will make your life and your day-to-day easier. Deliberate pain is different than unwanted pain. For example, the benefits of cold showers or exercise and pushing your limits and being in uncomfortable situations, literally, physically, the the effect, the science, the biology in our body and our brain builds us stronger. And I'm talking really scientifically here, not just metaphorically. When you put yourself into deliberate pain, again, as a cold shower, as fasting and not eating for a few hours, a whole day, a whole week, whatever it is, pushing your limits in exercise, this is deliberate pain. You're choosing it, right? At any point of that moment, you can stop, but you're pushing yourself So your body reacts, not only strengthens, in some cases, the muscles, in other cases, the neurology in your your brain, but not only the after effect, but even in the moment, you perceive that pain, your body, your neurology perceives that pain differently than when it's unwanted pain. So if someone throws you in a cold plunge filled with ice and you hate cold and you've told yourself your whole life that you hate cold and you don't want to do an ice bath, well, the benefits will not be the same. You might spend, let's say, the same amount of time as someone who does it deliberately, but the effect in the moment and long term is not the same. So when you choose pain, or in this story, when you choose the harder path, your body processes those challenges and those hardships differently. Also, another lesson is that nothing that is truly valuable is free. We have to pay the price 
for all those things that most of humans want, happiness, success, well-being, health, these things are not free. You have to make tough decisions and push through hardships. And when you think about it, it's the hot iron that forges the sword, not feathers, not gentle application of anything soft. No, it's the hard iron that hits the hard sword and that forges it. So the result of the sword being not only beautiful and straight, but also hard and sharp is the hard iron that hit it many, many times. So this is the exactly same situation in our life. A healthy body, a healthy mind, a happy life is the result of many little hard decisions, of hits, of consistency, of discipline. This is the iron forging your happiness, forging your health. And I don't remember exactly who said it, and there has been a lot of iterations and changes of this quote, but the easy path leads to the hard life, and the hard path leads to the easy life. Meaning, when you do the hard things, you create the life that you want. But if you choose the easy path, you live the life of someone else. Someone else will dictate your terms, your way of life. And at some point, it might be all good for a little while. But at some point, you will feel that emptiness, that lack of life within. And also, when you do the hard things, it's harder to create unbalance. It's harder to push you out of your path. But on the other side, if you choose the easy path, well, every single little trial is a catastrophe. And actually in the book of Samurai, a book also written many, many years ago, it says that the samurai should take small things seriously, yet look at great things with calm and lightness. Because the small things, if left unchecked, can become disastrous, while disastrous situations need a nimble mind to make them manageable. And nimble, I looked it up, I didn't know that word, means a calm, a zen mind in order to manage those things. So you see this kind of yin-yang, this opposites of easy life, hard path, of hard decisions, but then easy outcome and beautiful outcome. And also, by the way, when we say hard things, it doesn't mean it's always something that is, you're not looking forward to that and it's difficult. No, as anything, and we've talked about habits in the past, the more you do something, the smoother and easier it becomes. We can still categorize those things as the hard ones, but don't think that choosing the hard path makes your whole life hard. Not at all. It's exactly the point of that quote. It makes the easy life, and by easy, you can include in that the fulfilling, the happy, the achievements, this kind of life. But still, with kind of neutral eyes, it's easier That's the easy path to watch Netflix for three hours and to eat 
you know, unhealthy foods because they're cheaper or because this is what is in front of you or you've been just, you know, convinced by marketing that those frozen pizzas are so yummy and so beautiful and they taste the same as in Italy, which they're not. But this is what we mean by those easy decisions. And on the other end, going for a walk and reading a book and working out and doing a cold plunge are categorized as the hard things, but they're not hard forever. They're just hard to get started. And sure, maybe demand a little discipline to keep up, but they get easier with time. So ask yourself, if let's say you can almost imagine those two goddesses or gods in front of you, those two decisions, which path do you want to take? Which road do you want to take? And keep in mind, it's not just the path that matters. It's the outcome. Remember, each goddess, she promised a certain way of life, but also an outcome. What's the result of that way of life? So ask yourself, which one do you choose? On this, I wish you a beautiful and hopefully hard, but smooth and fulfilling and happy day and life. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.